and welcome to a final episode of Bounty Buddies, Obi-Wan Kenobi edition. I am your host, Tim Lanning, and joining me, as always, is Pat Edwards. Hi, all my buddies. And Jane Ritt. Hi, folks. How are you doing today? Uh, as far as Obi-Wan Kenobi is concerned, great. As far as everything else, bad. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I, 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 have to, I have to say something. This episode was good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for I cutting the through the tension because there were a couple yeah. of things that we'll talk through later where I was like, I don't know if Tim's going to care for this bit, but I agreed. I, I thought it was uh, wonderful. I, yeah, yeah. One of the best uh, lightsaber fights. Yes. And mm-hmm. our Absolutely. continuing redemption of Hayden Christensen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I weirdly was like, he probably wasn't that bad in the movies. And then nope. I, also, nope. I mostly just decided that it was nope. not his fault. I do appreciate, still, I think. Tim, that like you pretty much start every episode, like just letting us know off the top, just so yeah. you know, like my general thesis. <laughs> I, I do. I appreciate that because I never know where you're going to come at. And it helps me uh, prepare my either defenses or attacks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never wrong. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was really torn on the introduction whether I just stuck with you know my the de facto catchphrase or but I also really wanted to say Pat is gone. Uh, I, I didn't kill Pat. I, I definitely like bopped through this episode. Like, yep, and you earned that one, and you earned that mm-hmm. one, and you earned that mm-hmm. one. Um, mm-hmm. Just you know, it's been a rough week. <laughs> I think, uh, mm-hmm. and and if you're listening to this episode uh, not um, immediately after its release, you know, for the, just assume it's sometime in the last three years, and that yeah. statement is evergreen. I was like, oh, we sh- like I could be specific with the dates. Like, who it's, gives a fuck? It's, you, you, <laughs> if you're listening to this in five years, like you remember, you know, <laughs> you know, just yeah. generally speaking, and I will say. Having a Star Wars program that I can look forward to weekly and have a reasonable uh, chance of not just being, like, confused and enraged (laughs) has been a a real boon in these trying times. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely curious uh, how this felt for a a Clone Wars uh, respecter, um, because it feels like so much of their relationship is filled out there and you've said it many mm-hmm. times in the program that many times anakin becomes a character on that show and yeah. has redeemed those movies for a lot of people so th- was there a little extra oomph um where you were sitting i think so i think so it i imagine that what you get out of watching a lot of clone wars and caring too much about clone wars would be <laughs> similar to i assume that there's a fandom tucked away somewhere who had a lot of feelings about this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if I my feelings were as intense as the people ensconced in that safe, tidy little corner of the internet. But um, you, you get, like, flares of just seeing this, like, really deep, meaningful relationship between two people um, and the closure of you know a, at least a chapter <laughs> there's right. a little bit the of an th- epilogue later but yeah right. yeah the only thing i didn't like of the episode was something they had to do and it's much more of a as close as the obi-wan not killing off vader as close as they could have done uh they did it 
kind of like how you said closure. Yeah. Uh, Pat, how about you? What about what was what's your vague thoughts on on uh, the finale? Uh, Tim, I think we're we're kind of lined up. I really really liked like ninety nine percent of it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I really I found there there is moments we will talk to. I think we're gonna really try and savor one in particular and really like wait and just mm, just enjoy that flavor before we you know get over it. But like it, it's. The one thing you just touched on, and we'll get to it, and I and and what's frustrating is like, oh man, but I feel like there was a fix for that. Uh, if you if you want to be nitpicky, but overall, very satisfied. Really enjoyed that. Uh, it, it, it kind of I felt this this series. I, I kind of felt like Mando season one for me, mm-hmm. like in the sense yeah. of like the the joy and the wonderment and just like the excitement mm-hmm. I felt watching it. It was kind of back to like, yes, yes, more of this, please. Yeah. It's interesting too how focused the show was. So consistent. That you gotta I, I gotta imagine that is when you have one director do the whole season is yeah. a, is a yeah. something you can bank on. And it's and, and we talked about it's one of those things where it it's a it's a bigger swing almost you know it's a little bit riskier right because if the director doesn't nail it then your whole season <laughs> is kaput right yeah. and if they nail it hard like Deborah Chow did then you have an, you know a very good narrative that's that's uh, interesting and not convoluted and consistent in tone and presentation and you have a good story yeah 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 because like one of the best parts about Mando was the fact that it was you know episodic right Mm -hmm. like he did different adventures but it felt really good to get a show that was like this is the adventure right here this one thing felt like as silly as it is to say because these are all mini series more or less it felt very much like you know a mini series of old where it's like we can't just do one movie we're not going to do a show but tell you what Mm -hmm. we'll do eight long episodes so i thought it was a, a, a really nice way to do this story and without Obi-Wan having to go on all of these quote unquote tangents and side quests. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the whole season wasn't um, perfect for sure. But like Jane said, the fact that we're, we're coming from Boba Fett, which was interesting to watch, but kind of a failure on a lot of other, other, yeah. other ways. Um, definitely uh, rad moments all, all throughout. And still the fact that you can be like, God damn, that's, that's Darth Vader. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, have an emotional response to all of that. So here's what I'll say about Deborah Chow. This was so consistent and so well done. And there, there's a skill set that you need to be a director. And there is another complementary skill set that you need to be like a franchise player. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that is like... It's different from probably, like, standing up your own IP and, you know, doing or, like, chasing things that are a little more um, representative of the real world outside of, like, sci-fi, fantasy, big names, etc. But as a franchise player, in terms of, like, meeting the characters where they are, being a good kind of guardian of the characters... And helping to enrich them while not, like, undercutting anything else that existed. Like, I think that that is really challenging. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And I think she did a really good job. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh... It's it's weird, right? Because you want sometimes the situation to be so completely different 
and for right. the creators to completely have free reign. And I think that makes quote unquote better art. Right. But we definitely oftentimes want a Star War. And yes. when the Star War does something that you can just look up and feel that nostalgia, I don't necessarily even think it's like, I don't know, uh, bad or like low art or right. uh, filth. Uh, I, it's definitely something that it's 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 good to delight in when you get the good version of it and where you don't have to be like, well, shit, all we do is get one company's um, stories and they're not always that good. Uh, which is true, right. but at least this time it's like, all right, we get to see uh, Ewan McGregor do the voice, walk around, <laughs> have Since eye you emotions. mentioned it, Tim, I can't. Yeah. Like the whole second half of this season, yeah. since you brought up the voice, <laughs> I was like, I, I love it. It's like I like it, but also it, it is very noticeable when you just really yeah. think about when you just point out. That's kind of a strange affect. <laughs> He's from. Uh, what if the planet he Corellia. goes from everyone that's how everyone yeah. oh my God. I'm telling you it's uh, the Jedi accent everyone talks <laughs> weird <laughs> oh that, that's uh, a class it's like because it's not cause mm. everyone has their own thing because Yoda's got his speech thing and it's yeah it's, that's a whole class it's, what's, what, you gotta, what, it's kind what, of part of your brain what accent you know, are you, you majoring in yeah uh. <laughs> Uh, should we get into yes. the episode on the whole, starting yeah. with Reva on Tatooine, showing the business to space r- racist, I assume. Um, oh, yeah, he, he looks very racist. Plant. Yeah. He probably He's has a very not nice word for Tusken Raiders. He probably has some made yeah. up slur that he For sure. <laughs> for sure. I'm glad <laughs> we didn't get a lot of slurs uh, in world and canon, so mm-hmm. I'm going to take that. Although, I, I guess sand people... This might be one. I don't really know. Uh, yeah, here's Rava on Tatooine, freaking trying to find Owen again. And we're like, uh-oh, yeah. what's going to happen? But at least she knocks water out of that prick's hand. Yeah. yeah. And she, um, I, I do appreciate that they nod to the fact that she is injured by making yep. every step she takes look incredibly painful. Yes. Yeah. They get a lot of mileage out of the old, we stabbed a... Sith in the belly mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. trick, which makes sense. Oh. <laughs> um, so this episode, the start of it, there's kind of jumping around between Tatooine and the fleeing transport ship, but spending a little bit of time on Tatooine itself because there are some interesting developments there. Um, yeah. So Reva is looking for Owen, and uh, this fact makes it way back to Owen mm-hmm. and they decide that they want to um, obviously try and protect Luke from you know the fact that this very scary woman is is coming for him <laughs> um, she's back and you know it was this very interesting moment of uh, Baru wanting to fight back <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Baru rules yeah it's it's sad <laughs> because we know that um, they can't always successfully do so. <laughs> it's like, Baru, I told you we can't always do this. Yeah. Oh, shut up. I mean, <laughs> we'll I, do it every I, time. I, I loved their interactions. I tried to, you know, think about the good times when I looked at them and not just see, like, flaming skeletons. Skeletons, yeah. <laughs> and I liked that uh, uh, What's-Her-Face is still Baru. They didn't um, get rid of her due to all the Nexium stuff. 
Uh, I'm glad to see when people get to reform themselves uh, instead of. Oh, is she that that actor? Was she? uh... Yeah, she's one of the people that left Nexium early. Oh, she left. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she's not like Allison Mack level. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you know what? We should not put Allison Mack in anything ever again. I do stand by that. But uh, But no, she was like one of the very one of the first like big names to and started like a lot of this the like retribution, but also. Um, her husband helped make the documentary about it. So who's to say? Yeah. But uh, we'll I'm glad that, that she's here. We'll get into that when we do our Bounty Buddy Smallville episodes. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. And was she? Because I thought it was the, I think that's just so fascinating because you forget about it because you don't know. Like some people get into acting and they get out, or they do like one mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. and it's a small role. It's a big movie, right? Attack of the Clones is a huge movie, mm-hmm. but it's a small role. And he was just starting out. It's just I, I still forget, and my brain broke. And I was like, "Wait, that actually was Joel Edgerton way back twenty yeah. years right. ago in Attack right. of the Clones as Owen." Yes. And so was it? Was she also Baru? Yes, yes. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that was like a little weird about it, right? right. Because yeah. in between that time, she, she joined lived a, cult. a whole life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, and Joel Edgerton only leveled up in terms of oh, his yeah. acting ability. So. Right. <laughs> like i don't want to do a star war again you have to okay i'll do it yeah well i just like stuff like that when you like you can bring people back that she got wrapped up in a cult and decided to like hunker down in a bunker with guns like this is the happiest ending you could possibly (laughs) ask for with those combinations but yeah it was like oh this is so sweet and her sentiment so sweet it will stop working at some point but for right now Mm -hmm. my lore is that you know, that's they didn't defend themselves um, in A New Hope. They were just trying to act chill by the stormtroopers, and the stormtroopers shot him in the back of the head. That's my lore. Yeah, probably. So sad. Anyway, yeah. we love Owen and Baru. Um, yeah, definitely. Do you want to stay on the Tatooine train? Yeah, or I, I figured hop for... Over to... I would be down with, because is one... In these episodes, a lot of times, we'll, we'll hop bef- between different areas. But this one felt like it was skipping... It, it worked pretty quickly and mm-hmm. if we go like beat by beat i feel like it's just going to be a lot of they're still fighting or they're still yeah. chasing them yeah. walking yeah she's still yeah. walking so I, yeah I, I and also for my lore this has to have happened three days after the fight or else i'm gonna lose it yes yeah. the, this was very um empire in terms of the time like the timelines <laughs> yeah. of the two concurrent things where it's like mm-hmm. wait that feels like that section is taking a, would take a lot more time right. than this one. Yeah, but but you well, know, well, it's 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 stupid as I've mentioned many times. But like, I wish he explicitly said something about like, oh, this is to come. The same way that like kind of Luke right. uh, felt his his buddies before it happened. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's not even a nitpick. It's, it's just more me wanting a certain type of of sweet popcorns of mm-hmm. Obi Wan being like, oh. Glad I got this vision. This is the dialogue I want. Glad I got this vision because it's a four-day drive <laughs> out to Tatooine. <laughs> but uh, and mostly just I like when Jedi do the same thing that other Jedi. This do. can all be explained because Reva was hurt, so she walked across the desert really <laughs> slowly. Yes, yes, she, yeah. She, Luke was. We, we didn't see it, but Luke was out there for five nights. Yeah. Well, and imagine her trying to get one of those like space camels. <laughs> like, like there is no chance that any of them would carry her. She definitely got here well, all the way on foot. We this know was this. a pretty bummer episode. 
uh, all things considered, especially as you mentioned, like all the people that are dying <laughs> in the next time they're on screen. Um, they should have had a little com- comedic relief of Rava tr- like, like arguing with the camel. <laughs> she tries to force power, like, oh, but this, whatever they're called, like the packy humps. <laughs> can't are actually immune they're from wado's planet yeah. it's what wado you can't use. use the dark side to convince a camel <laughs> to carry <laughs> you well you should jedi mind tricks don't work on them only money yeah <laughs> human money yes yeah but, but obi-wan and his crew are in that big ship still or that small ship i don't know what size things are uh being shot at one thing i did like whenever a star war acknowledges shields exist yeah because i felt mm-hmm. like the movies do or do not even though they say it, but the uh, books and expand it, uh, like video games and everything else does. Right. And I love when they're like, put all shields to the back. And yeah. Shit. Yeah. Like that. So like some of the shots from, from the starter story were like air quotes exploding off of yeah. it. And others were just like sailing past. It's like, let's go. That's shields. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like, it seems like they mostly remember that they have shields when they want to do a really cool, like, cargo hold that's just open <laughs> to space. And then they're yeah. like, oh, yeah. we can, we have those. And it's like, yeah, but anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I assume that Darth Vader doesn't want to blow up the ship. I, you know, classic, but yeah. uh, uh, I can watch a Star Destroyer chase a smaller ship shooting it all day long. Yeah. Um, but inside, unfortunately... No one's really chill about the whole thing, and Obi Wan is like, "All right, I'm gonna go off my own because um, uh, what's, uh, Roken is like, our shit's broken. Yeah, yeah. We have the we need more power converters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This has this ship has a busted motivator. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he, he's of because of course he does right. Right. He's, he says, "I'm gonna I'll jump in like a little escape ship thing and." Uh, lead him away and everyone is like no it's like no and leia goes like fuck you but <laughs> you're not my real dad uh, like, I like, know. Wait, yeah i know <laughs> it's, yeah it's kind of like the plot of the show shut up <laughs> yeah it just to me it all kind of rung true because everyone at first was resisting like didn't you learn the lesson from the last episode um <laughs> yeah. that you can't just run away and then he was like no I'm not running away I'm doing a a maneuver <laughs> and yeah. they're like oh okay then yeah I'm going to lead him away from you all. But oh god oh, yeah. Leia Leia getting upset and running away Plus, mm-hmm. plus Leia bringing out her little droid to try and distract all of the other kids from how they were yes. about to get blown up. Like, yes. you yeah. can see her, like, compassion and the fact that she isn't against showing leadership skills or, like, sure. or, like working with people. It's that everyone she has to do that with on Alderaan sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's such a small thing to show like how much she rocks like okay here we are in a stressful situation who's gonna stand up and help people typically good leaders do and she does yeah. and i like it yeah um obi-wan gives leia Tala's holster Oof. and we love when a star war gives someone a belt yeah don't we, folks mm-hmm. we love, love it. uh i will say i think my favorite line delivery in the entire episode was when she's like, where's the blaster? And he's like, I'm not going <laughs> to give you a blaster. You're fucking 10 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that rocks. I guess a lot of these 
uh, various callbacks and outfits are similar to the comic book versions of people. Uh, and so this is like what sort of what Leia looked like in one of her comic books is my Aww. understanding. Uh, and someone else's too, I forget, but not super important. But I think that's really neat when a Star Wars or like a, a monolith this size not only brings back the people from Attack of the Clones, yeah. the live action ones, but be like, oh, Leia, we know that in between Leia has a style. Why don't we just mm-hmm. take from that? Yeah. We don't have to you pay You mean specifically the, like the, the hair comics. or clothing and hair? The clothing, yeah. I have a data science librarianship background, and the okay, I, when yeah. I envision the uh, system that they must have for all of the metadata related to all of the outfits characters mm-hmm. have ever had, all of the alien oh, wow. species that have ever existed, like, their, yeah. whatever system unites all of the, like, show Wikipedia. movie Bibles <laughs> from all of their different, like, things, all of the sketches, all of right. the concept art, like, oh my god, it must be yeah, the most especially incredible. What is allowed to be, you know, be canon, like... <laughs> The, the the letters are called Arabesh. Who came up with that? Yeah. And how much of it does George Lucas know? And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I mean it like, did like, all right, um, in this book, uh, Wedge and Tilly's both drinks whiskey and chocolate milk and implies it's from, a, he kind of winks at the screen right. and the reader will think it's from Earth. Like- how much of that does George Lucas know? And we have get so much character design that like you can look back and be like, oh my god, this was a Ralph McQuarrie like concept oh, art for right. a new yeah. hope. And you're like, right. So there is definitely like a system where all Tim of this said it. stuff it's, it's is Wikipedia. tracked and tagged. I like yeah. the I thought of it's the Wikipedia. The two most frequent users on the Wikipedia are George Lucas and Kathleen Kennedy, and it's like George adding stuff and then Kathleen going in and editing it. Like okay, no, this, this would be like the legends. Wikipedia dark web. Like <laughs> yeah. this is the good stuff. George edits something. Kathleen moves it to Legends, and he gets <laughs> mad about it. But then he counts his money. He's like, okay, whatever. Uh, they also used to put out all those fucking books about, uh-huh. like, this is what the inside of uh, an ATST looks right. like. And kind of what you're saying, Jane, that's my new lore of, like, that's why they did it. It's like, we're going to have to do this anyways. Right. Nerds freaking out. I'm so confused. Let's just sell it to fund our data science department. <laughs> yeah. Also, and again, like we said before, Star Wars science logic doesn't really follow itself. It follows just like the fantasy vibe of everything. Oh, yeah. Such as when everyone lands on a planet, like, oh, sick. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <gasps> Hell yeah. No, I just great. like to imagine that his, the navigation system, it automatically like takes them to planets, whatever, in the system that have an atmosphere. Yeah. Again, it's a very, it's a great galaxy for these adventures because it's got tons of planets with atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And not only that, it's, yeah, he, so it works, right? He go he separates from them and Vader is like, yep, yeah. go after him. And the Grand Inquisitor is like, my lord, perhaps. And he's like, shut the fuck up, nerd. Go after Obi-Wan. <laughs> Just the Inquisitor's little smile, just like, okay, asshole. It's your birthday, you get to choose, but I don't think this is smart. (laughs) But then Obi-Wan lands, and I was just saying, man, what a convenient galaxy for all this to take place in. Because every every planet has got a great set piece. Well, so we say that now, and their, their High Republic show 
is just going to be about the bureaucracy of terraforming a billion planets and how much that would cost. Mm -hmm. And then like hyperspace lanes and things like that. I'll like it because it's going to answer a lot Mm -hmm. of questions, but it will not be good. Yeah. And you got somebody who's always like looking to make cool set pieces for epic fights. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, next they should, the only thing cooler to fight in and for these two characters would have been like a fucking uh, Clone Wars junkyard. Yeah. Where they could throw me- rusted metal at each other. Ooh. But rocks are are also pretty sick. Uh, so I thought this was a great way. And it was dark, so they could their lightsabers could light things up. So spooky rock all in all, pillars. a great choice. We love yeah. spooky rock pillars. So good. Yeah. I mean. It's it's such a classic, like, oh, we're Jedi, we are in a Star War, I feel you, I'm gonna follow you. Because, like, in Endor, Luke just, like, walks up to a, a, an Imperial base, he's like, hello? And then Darth Vader's like, my son's down there, I'm gonna go down there and get him. And, uh, <laughs> and then the rest of the plot happens, so uh, it, it does whip that they do that. Uh. <laughs> like, I'm picturing he's... He's pointing out the window. <laughs> like he's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, way. He, he just, it, like, like, Vader voices, like, one moment, please. <laughs> like, um, that's a, it is a moon, but it is quite yeah. large. You're just vaguely pointing at it, middle. Okay. Yeah. And before we jump into the showdown, I want to, like, put a bow. I think we should put a bow on the farm, but and then we'll come back yes. when they merge. Yeah. The story okay. lines. So, like, Reva gets there. I also like that, uh, Owen and Brew, like, I think Luke's gonna have trust issues with them going forward because they very much they very obviously lied to like Tuscans are raiding again. Well, and then like a minute later, it's like that's obviously not a, a Tuscan. Well, well, they did a very explicit job not letting Luke see yes. Reva. Yes. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's just yeah. like they wanted weird shadow shapes in yes. a cloak. Yes. De- Deborah Chow must have gotten a huge dossier of like under no circumstances <laughs> is luke skywalker able to see these things you have to have obi-wan tell leia if you call me in the future just act chill you know right call me ben it's not um, a big deal <laughs> but yeah so she you know owen and baru set up their ambush and you know force bless them force love them they're they're just doing their best they, they kick I, I a love... box under. Yeah. yeah, there's two times that Owen throws boxes at her. And one time he does it where he uses it as cover and is like, fuck you, <laughs> get dirt. Uh, and that was very funny. And like we said before, she's hurt, so she can't be as good. And so she keeps holding her side. He's like, ow, crap. Yeah. But pain fuels the dark they, side. They pain. each had a moment I really liked. And I really liked the moment where... In, you know, he she's kind of taunting him it's like, oh, you really must really care about him. Like he's your own. And he's got that really great delivery of like, he is my own. Yeah. And I am your father. Yeah. Is what I will say to him. <laughs> I'm just super. I, I'm always here for the strong bond of like an adoptive parent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. He did a great job with that line. And, and his yeah. like the way that he has conducted himself towards Obi-Wan, even though you don't see a ton of direct um interaction with luke in the show um or i think throughout the movies he's always kind of like cold and withholding but you see like that it comes from that deep will of affection and fear on his behalf Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean and like we've said he's right but (laughs) also 
<laughs> and then but Baru. also Baru was like he's gone whose fault is that and it's like yeah it yes. would be easier if he was here you huh? guys should have drove in, drove into Mos Espa and checked into a hotel under fake names it's that simple think about yeah. it but whatever because we've never uh, seen hospitality establishments in Mos Espa get blown up <laughs> <laughs> that happens like 20 years later that's or true 15 years later it's true nobody has the idea yet yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I I I I love that we have the technology to fully make lightsabers bright, um, <laughs> and uh, it's cool. It must be. A, I'm curious how they do it. I'm sure instead of using the silver stick they used to, they must use lightsabers that won't break when you bash, or they just use sticks and covered in green shit, and then. It feels so hard to add all this to post. Yeah, I think but that they what they do, must do a lot of it. I think that what they do is that they film the fight scenes when it's completely bright, and then mm. they make it darker except for the areas around. I can see the that. Oh, okay. Lightsabers. Also, I love. Uh, also, love Baru's mode. Like, I'm just gonna punch you. Yeah. And just really cold cocks her. Yeah. <laughs> well, if after shooting a, a Jedi thirty times or a Force user thirty times and they reflect it, I'm like, I'm just gonna hit you with the butt of this guy. Okay, reflect this. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's just like I am so glad that Rava was that close to dead <laughs> because this was, I think, the funniest fight against a Force user <laughs> that I have seen in Star Wars potentially ever for sure except for like mm-hmm. maybe baby yoda eating a frog or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i even though it's i don't think it was that cartoonish it got close a few times no. but i think it was it, it succeeded as two people freaking out and throwing boxes yeah. at yep. an uh, unstoppable killer yeah who has um, one hit point yeah exactly right yeah who, who is not on her best but uh baru has enough time to let luke Quite explicitly, whose uh, head is already out of the the ladder hatch, uh, run into the desert, and then Rava uh, punches her in the face or something like that, and goes to chase him. Yep, that was a really oh. good observation. I did not catch the whole like technically Luke never lays his yeah. eyes on her. Yeah, the closest is like I think she force pulls him down the, the thing. Yeah, but but he like it's not kids be falling all the time. Kids yeah. do be falling. Tim, I do, don't I know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it would explain a lot in our world if they were a Sith just nudging them because they fall down so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She chases him to a canyon. He's screaming, and like I said, she kind of like gives him a quick little tug. He falls, yeah. passes out uh, again, so he can't see her, and she has uh, uh, such a, a a conflict within herself. Mm-hmm. It's her flashbacks to that fateful day. She saw herself laying there mm-hmm. uh, due to the flashback, and it made me think I would never be able to visualize, visualize myself as a child and put myself in that way. No. If I saw it, I'd be so confused. I'm like, yeah. who is that? So it's <laughs> who is that guy? This is interesting because Rava sees herself as Vader, who is about to land a killing blow on Rava, but Rava is playing dead. And so he decides not to. This is a callback both to Vader doing that, and then also, it's something that Luke will do. He will be tempted to kill Kylo Ren, and then at the last moment decide not to. (laughs) So it's like, his 
dad did it to her and spared her. She's doing it to him and spares him. And then he'll do it to Kylo Ren and spare Kylo Ren. So um, it's it's just like, who would have thought how frequently um, Force users in the Star Wars universe stand above a sleeping child or a knocked out child? And it's like, I'm going to murder you. No, I'm a good yeah. guy. I won't <laughs> yeah. do this. Yeah. yeah. That's also a class. It like, comes up a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how, yeah, it's like, you'd be surprised how often you're going to be tempted to murder a child. Aren't we peacekeepers? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, shut up, Kit Fisto. Yeah. <laughs> so jumping back to the thing we all, which, again, yeah, we were all, I think, afraid to hope for. Because we were mm-hmm. like, all of a sudden, uh-huh. oh, it's going to be the big fights, Obi and Riva. Yeah, because they're going to, yep. you know. Totally. I think we were totally. too afraid. Because how are they going to do this? There's no way it's going to live up. Yeah, the and... Darth Vader suit is quite clunky and not made mm-hmm. to to fight like this. <laughs> but just ex- just excellent writing. The man, the the mirroring, the duplicating of the line. The, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do what I must. Like from Revenge of the Sith, and then the fight to again the light, the the excellent use of just the light because. And it doesn't mind how often how much we haven't seen that. It seems so obvious almost in, high, in retrospect where it's like you have these brilliant, beautiful things, these lightsabers. Yeah, don't put them in big, shiny carnival settings. Put them in dark so they like <laughs> yeah. really pop. Right. And they right. do that a bunch in this season. It just works so well. Yeah. yeah. God, I hope they don't redo the original trilogy and add all that bullshit. It's like, <laughs> while I love bisexual lighting, let it, let it, let Darth Vader's helmet not reflect his lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like it's everywhere. It's like ugh. So I will. Blah, blah, blah. I will say that some of my favorite lightsaber battles in Star Wars were within the context of Clone Wars because in Clone Wars, like they could just like do acrobatic, really fast stuff that did mm-hmm. seem very Force like. And since then, I think the fight choreography of lightsabers specifically has leveled up so much. And I Mm -hmm. think this fight for me is probably tied with the, um, the Imperial guards fight with um, Kylo and Ray in terms of Mm -hmm. just the, the ingenuity and the use of like improvisation and other elements of what's around it. Um, God, it was such a good fight. Oh, the yeah. stuff of, like Vader shifting the rocks underneath his feet, yes. to, like, sweep his feet out from under him. Stuff I yeah. love stuff like that. Yeah, and like Vader being able to swing and do a three sixty spin and like duck and shit like that. I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Young Vader should absolutely be able to do this. Right. Like, probably mm. even new Vader couldn't do this. Now, at some point, three-year-old to five-year-old Vader learned how to do it, yeah. and then later he chills de- chills out. But, like, it was so cool. I'm so surprised. I was, like, not expecting it at all to see such a spry, in-suit Darth Vader. Yeah. Another thing, and another thing, too, is the way he was fighting. Again, it shows that there's still a bit of, of humanity still in him. There's that tiny little spark. Because it is crazy how certain people affect us certain ways, mm-hmm. where I feel like... It's usually a lot of times the negative where if you have someone who was a bully to you or not kind to you or just put you your experience with them was not good and you can grow and evolve as a person for years and then something about just being in the presence of that person like shoves you right back to mm-hmm, who you mm-hmm. were. So we saw the contrast in the previous episode where Vader was being very reserved 
when Riva was attacking him and just on the defensive and just like total control the whole time. Yeah. And then he was all of a sudden again that uh, very that aggressive Padawan, in the, especially in the beginning of the, the beginning of this fight, just he's coming out swinging hard and is just so aggressive and yeah, yeah. There's a scene where he, uh, like one his stance, it, he's he switches from one hand to two hand, and the camera is coming from behind his mm-hmm. right shoulder towards Obi Wan, and you just see his like his lower hand on the pommel of his lightsaber, like opening and closing to kind of keep limber and shit like that, and that's such a specific acting choice yes that i'm really glad they let hayden be in the suit and i assume he's in the suit for most of this i don't know if they i don't know yeah but it's like man i gotta be in it because i you gotta do my face up and i'm i already fucking learned that choreography come on baby but uh uh, my assumption and what we've said in the past i haven't re-looked it up to see if it's been consistent is that he's still in it but just to see that like you said pat almost humanity Mm -hmm. because i think think that's a robot arm the the right one i forget if, i forget how much of darth vader's a robot but I, it's been a while since all I've... of it <laughs> yeah so he's uh it's both still legs does and at least one arm because he already yeah. had one arm that was oh that's true so yeah i think all of it yeah uh uh the one that got cut off by dooku that's right yeah. um yeah so much like I keep trying, uh, uh, not charisma, but sort of like personality. Yes. Within the way mm-hmm. he fights, and I, I didn't get it at first, but I liked the, uh, uh, <laughs> I liked the scene with Palpatine because mm-hmm. it, uh, it was interesting because it was like I took it the wrong way the first time I saw it, and then I watched the episode again. I I took it the other way, which is, I th- I think you're conflicted on this. And I took that initially as you're conflicted, meaning you would have saved his life. But I think like the vibe is, no, you're too obsessed with this mm-hmm. dude. You're my um, apprentice or whatever. You need to do what's right for the Empire and be a good toady as opposed to being so focused on your past that you mm-hmm. diverted this big ass star destroyer and the Inquisitors away from capturing everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I thought that like throughout the fight, you can feel that, like, yes. you know, from the get-go. He's like, this is personal yeah, in, in a good way. He's like, literally let all of the other Force-sensitive children in the galaxy get away. We'll yeah. get to them later. I am really mad at this guy. I'm Which, really mad at him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it's something where I think Obi-Wan's existence is – prevents – it helps prevent Anakin in his, in his fractured mind. Mm-hmm. Anakin's never, even despite what he says, and we'll talk about, Anakin's never fully dead as long as Obi-Wan is alive. And I think yeah, the Vader yeah. in him just has to, he's like, because then that'll be it. That'll be, it'll be done. Totally, yeah. And, you know, they, they have the, I guess you'd say hindsight or the benefit of the sequel trilogy, too. And a lot of the Kylo Ren stuff, mm-hmm. um, it's mirroring that, even though it chronologically, I think you'll find, takes place before it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so much of that is like, okay, uh, am I strong enough to do this? I, I mean, I think he is. Uh, I think Vader absolutely would have cut Obi-Wan's head off. And I'm not, sh- I'm really curious what the acting would have been if that was the choice if we went yeah. <laughs> in this Obi-Wan show and killed Obi-Wan. Uh, I'm really curious what that would look like uh, because I, I think he's not that conflicted. I think the con- conflict is revenge right. in an mm-hmm. interesting way. I think that he 
wanted Obi-Wan's spirit to be fully and completely broken. Like, he wanted him to not just die, but, like, die not defiantly, not for any particular purpose, not with sort of any kind of warmth in his breast. Like, he wanted to leave him covered with rocks and yeah. then walk away. That was which... brutal. Yeah, so he buries him in a rock. Just... <laughs> and I will say the fact that throughout this entire fight, they kept throwing rocks at each other yes. really does feel like a brother fight. <laughs> like, yes. like there was like yes. that like real, you know, big good versus evil duel of the fates type thing happening. And then they were just like throwing rocks at each other. Because they were bad. Yeah. Don't do that, mom. They Very really sibling bad, squabble. Especially yeah. when Vader started doing it to him the first time. And he could tell that it like bothered Obi-Wan to have rocks mm-hmm. thrown at him. And then all of a sudden it yeah. was. Well, because then he buries him and then he, you know, envisions Leia, envisions Luke. And it's like that, you know, the little mini montage. And he pushes his way through. Well, because again, his strength is coming from protecting. Yes. Not from destroying. And I like, though, he's, you know, he's pissed, though, because... He doesn't when he gets out. He doesn't call out like Anakin and like, to, right. like let's keep Face we're not done me. yet. He just he just tries to come up and like silently like Here deal a comes. killing blow. Yeah, and then Vader yeah. like feels it at the last second and blocks. Which, which like not only did we get a climactic Anakin or uh, Vader versus Obi Wan fight, we got two climactic yes. Obi Wan versus Vader fights. Cause, <laughs> right, because like when they're fighting before Obi Wan rips that pillar down on top of him and it's such a sick moment where and then he's like oh wow your powers are back cool and like yeah okay that's gonna be obi-wan's big thing because darth vader throws shit at people so much in the original trilogy because of his suit Mm -hmm. uh so he's gonna be the one throwing shit here hell yeah but then uh (laughs) obi-wan's like no I am the master at throw rock. He's like, you want to throw rocks? Let's throw rocks. Because there was like the defeatist Obi-Wan, who I think in some ways had like come here to atone and die. Sure. Like, like, Mm -hmm. because he had already, the thing that he'd used this strategy to do, he had already been successful. You know, he, he had saved the ship and he's like, you know what? If I die here, that's fine. That's good, actually. Because everything sucks and hurts and yeah. I don't want to be around anymore. And then he's like, wait, actually I, I should stop him from doing all of the future evil that he will do. Right. Or not. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. They don't necessarily tell a lot of the uh, quote unquote trauma and what Obi-Wan's thinking. They do a lot of showing in a good way. So it's not a critique, but I, I think I would have, Liked it to be a little more pulpy, right. a little more campy, like a little more prequely, to be honest with you. Again, not a critique at all. That's just, you know, right. that would be the sprinkles on the perfect thing. Because, yeah. uh, I, you know, I wanted to, to feel that. I wanted to see Obi-Wan kind of like not just be sad, but be like real sad. Yeah. Obviously, the final shot of Obi-Wan is great. And it's so mm-hmm. good. So I have no, yeah. like qualms there but part of me was like man like we are homies and then they show the literal clips from clone wars and stuff like that um but yeah i mean i don't know if it was needed i think it was just something i wanted as a fan but then he pops back up he's angry and he has like a storm of rocks yeah that's that shot was sick 
That was so sick. Yes. Bye. He's just peppering him. And then it's, I, I do like the, where he goes full, like it's almost like feral. And he's just like, he's smashing right. his chest plate with the butt of his lightsaber. And it's just like, yeah. there's no more. It's not like the finesse. It's just, man, love the sound design. Star Wars. Is there any franchise that has more signature no. sounds yeah. that are very specific? Like I hear yeah. it. I know what it is. Yeah, dude. When they it's throw not only Darth Vader's v- breathing, that's yep. the same sound of at the end of Return yeah. of the Jedi. The the labored breathing, the pained yeah. breathing sound, like where it's like busted. When, yeah. yeah. When I heard that noise, I was like, "This is the good chemicals. Let's go." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Obi Exa- like, just... Exactly. <laughs> and and when, just like this is the only, I think, the only real fight that they will ever have more or less as equals. Which I think mm. in some ways is what Anakin always wanted when they were training. Like, Anakin yeah. wanted to win, but he also wanted to win against a version of of Obi-Wan that was, like, kind of unhinged. Like, hmm. the, the not the guarded, you know, protected, reserved Jedi uh, Obi-Wan. Like, no, he wanted to fight. He wanted to see, like, who was stronger and actually right. have this. And like, if Obi fought like Anakin. like Yeah, to see yeah like, yeah. who would be better? in that context yeah um yeah it was just kind of then the big reveal <sighs> he smashes he slashes across the face and busts off a chunk of that helmet oh oh my heart he's in there cool mm-hmm. <laughs> young young vader slash old fucked up anakin yeah. yeah and they doing the mixed voice thing is such a good oh. idea Oh, I, such I great sound design! Just yeah, yeah, here they did that in Rebels. So, and almost like this exact thing in Rebels, yeah. which I think is cool. Um, everything about this rules. Like, yeah. so good. I, I can't say enough about just like the cinematography, um, the lighting uh, upon the cinematography, and you know, you see the red beneath him the whole time as he's as he's talking. But then t- when he gets to the end, he pulls the red up, and it's like all red. It's like, hey, man. I know what this means. I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this is simple. And, and like we said, like his whole speech is like, Ugh. you didn't wow. kill Anakin. I did. Oh, oh. he said the thing. Oh. Who, wrote that? Who wrote that? The entire they... thesis of like their relationship. Right. And it lets uh, Ben Kenobi say that to Luke Skywalker, and it's legally not a lie, God. so he doesn't go to the dark side. I just my heart, my heart. So yeah, so wonderful. I can't imagine watching all of the Clone Wars and then seeing this happen. Uh, although my understanding is, of the similar scene happens in Rebels, or maybe the last season of uh, uh, Clone Wars. I don't know. Um, and I don't want to say it just in case there are people out there that want to watch that stuff. Um, yeah. It, 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 it's such I, an, <laughs> I, I, I keep going back to this thing while watching this series. It's just about like yeah. how much this show is about Darth Vader. And, you know, obviously yeah. this, this, this oeuvre, this work is about Darth Vader mm-hmm. uh, and Skywalkers, obviously. But it's such a, in my mind, reframing of the character. Yes. To be so much more. And it's almost like claiming the weird sci-fi campy nature of him and resetting the, the without changing that much, resetting his like kind of tone and his cultural touchstone uh, to the to 2022. And yet it works. Yeah. I think right. they did like not a lot I mean, of 
stuff, but everything they did was like so subtle and and smart. Yeah. And it all makes sense if you watch the special edition on the old DVDs for like Empire. The original line was actually, "No, I am your father." But also, I understand why you would think that because I did tell him that's what happened. <laughs> he did say all that. He did say that. Yeah. It's, well, semantics, you see. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think. <laughs> Clone Wars, the most impressive thing about all of Clone Wars was basically the remediation of Anakin's arc. And, like, coming out of the prequels, I never thought that I would look at Anakin and I would be like, A, that is Darth Vader, and B, (laughs) this arc makes sense. Like, and I understand why it happened. And even though he shouldn't have done those things, like, his Mm -hmm. choices track to me. What he has lost, how he feels, the fact that he just loves drama. Like, he's Mm -hmm. such a little, Mm -hmm. like, drama queen. That In hindsight, that makes so much more of Vader make sense when you see Anakin, like, showboating around all the time and being portrayed in a way that he is showboating reasonably charismatically so you get the sense that he actually receives positive feedback for that and that's kind of part of his personality (laughs) darth vader still does bits and we're thankful to he does he does yeah (laughs) we already talked about how like cathartic this must have been for hayden christensen last episode but after seeing this it's like god if i was him i can't imagine not like weeping openly the first time i watched delivering the best line of the series like yeah that's that's sick Yeah, I, I mean, I almost just want to just say everything we just said again, just because I like it so much. I know, you it's know? it's tough yeah. to not just repeat the praise for having created Wasn't it this sick moment. when his lightsabers, both their lightsabers were, uh, you know, reflecting in each other's faces in, in, in which so uh, different uh, points in the speech yeah. to make it more impactful? And then, so like, d- and then Obi-Wan being like, <laughs> then my buddy is finally dead yeah and then he just turns around and leaves i'm like bro even the choice to have obi-wan's hair like loose and like flopping around all yes. over the place you only really saw that in flights when he was like fighting for his life in the prequels yeah. mm-hmm. um every time that he was like sparring with anakin he was like in you know his house robes and slippers yeah. basically being his like shampoo oh. commercial hair whereas this was it felt so vital and feral and good yeah yeah so other than the fact that like he had to because the, of the movies that were made <laughs> 35 years ago like what's the in world why he didn't keep going is it he just couldn't or he felt maybe would this be like more damaging to vader to like not give him the satisfaction all right he's like dr strange he saw every single freaking eventuality ah. he knew to take down palpatine the real bad guy he had to wait it's that simple there simple done done no i don't know i mean i i like what jane said about yeah. it kind of like <laughs> he saw on the script in, in real life being like oh this is the end of my emotional arc like okay, and then I'm good with it. <laughs> like this is this is this is poetic. Yeah, the writer in me can't help but be like, ah, oh, you could have just had like everything they were doing fucking up like the landscape and have some kind of like trigger some kind of earthquake, right? And like a fissure yeah. forms between them. It's like really big, and it's like all right, well, and then he feels mm-hmm. like the Luke thing, and he's right. got to go. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point, actually. Uh, like, <laughs> like Obi Wan. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then when Darth Vader screams Obi Wan when he walks away. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, it was a much better, 
Way yeah. better than no. I think <laughs> emotionally, purely for Obi-Wan's arc, this felt good and right. I am sure yes. that would not be especially gratifying to the people of Alderaan. <laughs> you know, or or the various yeah. others who, who were <laughs> who who were, you know, uh extremely. Oh, that puts killed. a whole nother spin on the on the ending scene. Yeah, Dude, the whole time so I was like, supposed to think about this? so you... sad. It's so sad. <laughs> Does this make me like Leia less for some reason? I don't know. Um, yeah, it's uh, so funny to to kind of see how they Tetris piece all this stuff together. And like we were completely nervous about, like everyone is rightfully nervous about this weird prequel that has to get this old guy back on a desert planet doing nothing. I think other than the why does this why are you doing this, um, they did it. They right? did it. They made a way that but that's this is a thing that like happens in so many movie shows books. It's such a trope that they were able to do it in a somewhat beautiful way. And they had to do it in a program that the audience knew they had to do it. So uh, it didn't bother me that bad, but mm-hmm. it, I did kind of give a quick chuckle. That's a great when you when you lay out all of the boxes this had to check <laughs> like it it's an accomplishment this is an accomplishment it it was enjoyable to watch it was good and the, yeah the, the amount of like hurdles and hoops it had to jump through and just contort itself around to fit it's impressive they yeah they, totally. they accomplished so many things that are like cute and like checkboxy and like plot like oh of course they did that that the fact that i in took this media and felt zero percent cynical about it and a hundred percent like they earned every mm-hmm. er, all everything that they cashed in they had laid the groundwork for which i think totally. kind of comes back to like a movie like solo <laughs> where people feel like there were all of those things that were getting cashed in, but they weren't really earned. They were just right. Easter eggs. Um, right. And this feels like such a deft and skillful and not subtle, but like not. But yeah, I was going to say not heavy handed. Yeah. Either, per se. It, and it just so many, so many times the reason the, the impact that it has on you is a good brain chemicals and B oh no <laughs> just yeah. like oh no <laughs> <laughs> i think that the the only negative is that he basically leaves darth vader the same way he left anakin um and i wish like right. kind of like pat said we could have maybe had a like well w- would that be better if he thought he was dead because that is literally what happens and um revenge of the sith versus this he knows he's still quote unquote alive or this new darth vader character is alive and he leaves and i guess there's maybe an argument to be made that the empire isn't as well known um and like jane pointed out earlier that like people don't know who darth vader is so there's maybe an argument to be made there but i still it, it feels a little weird but i don't know what would i think anything that would be better on the one side of things would be worse on every other so i'll take this version yeah god <laughs> regardless they really stuck the landing with this fight yep oh. yep yes my friend is truly dead oh. um oh. guys you mcgregor's a, like a pretty good actor i'm gonna go i know it's like a real controversial opinion yeah you heard of this but... guy i think he's going places yeah. 
but he's like pretty subtle throughout the he's not doing a lot through a lot of this uh show and i feel like he's he he gets it all back baby uh in this scene so then he gets hops in his ship and he gets the the force the force vibe the force it'd be feeling. funny if he he cut out um darth vader's tires it's like <laughs> yeah space tires like <laughs> Walk home, bitch. Uh, he... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he he hauls back to uh, yeah. The timing is it's to your point, Tim. Sh- even though they, they, they weren't, they they couldn't have. They, they did not happen. Actually, it doesn't make sense because she's walking back with holding the unconscious Luke as he arrives. Basically, Luke so and her are out there for five days. No, so basically, <laughs> even though they show it to us concurrently, these events did not take place concurrently. Right. He, the Vader Obi Wan fight had to have happened in entirety. Mm-hmm. Well, basically, it's possible that before Rayva was on Tatooine already. Hmm, I should think about. Yeah, I I choose to believe the Vader Obi Wan fight in actual like passions happened compl- in its entirety. Before Rivas yes. has foot on Tatooine, totally, totally, and he hauls there, and uh, she comes in and, and she has her whole. I couldn't do it, and he like comforts her, and says that's. that's <laughs> I a good appreciate move. You're that Baru and Owen were like, uh, could we have? Could you give him to us? I, Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Please let us and have she, a baby. <laughs> and again, I love the moment though because we talked joked about this earlier. Is, <laughs> we talked about in the first episode. God, the sands of Tatooine are just fucking lousy with lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> so many there. Yeah, and she's like, uh, am I like him? And Obi-Wan's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Of course not. You didn't kill a kid. Stop asking stupid questions, idiot. Yes, <laughs> do exactly I do like, like that. I don't know. Go work at a Starbucks. Leave this in the sand. I don't know shit. I'm going to hang out in the cave for the rest of my life. That's normal to me. I, in terms of her arc, um, I know that we're like, oh, I don't know if she's going to turn good or not. I thought this was a satisfying character arc. I thought that she had her own mini kind of demon yeah. confrontation thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think she was good in the program. I don't know that we needed this scene here. I think they just wanted a, an excuse to have obi go back to tattooing quickly um mm-hmm. i don't really think like i like reva i i think having a traitorous um inquisitor is good uh but i feel like maybe she should have died uh in the last episode but um it was not bad you can like make it tragic and like she thanks him almost for killing her it's not it's not gonna be a good look if the only female character who survives the entire series is leia the 10 year old who is canonically in the later movies we have cast all these women of color and And killed killed them them. but i i understand completely what you're saying but i also feel like obi-wan is the type of person who could not reach this sense of like peace and clarity mm-hmm. unless he had a proxy person to deliver the message to <laughs> like <laughs> okay it's like yeah, i yeah, lost yeah. anakin but i saved you Which, right. yeah i didn't really get you that know, vibe in it but i think you're totally right and since they did um, it i could totally i i would watch a show of reva as an inquisitor of inquisitors like yeah. hunting down inquisitors got, and killing them we've got reva so we have ahsoka we have reva we have barris we have ventress we have Cal like, Kestis. We we have like all of these 
Cornhorn. Like, like any any one of them. I know that Ahsoka already has hers, but like any one of the rest of them, um, they're all like cool women who have, well, some of them cooler than others, but they've all like, mm-hmm. they understand what the Jedi stand for and they understand what the dark side is and they reject both of them in favor yeah. of following mm-hmm. their own moral codes, which yeah. I think is a really cool, interesting place to maybe do some storytelling in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just do a bear show where she's like blowing up bridges in the uh, Republic. God. That'd be sick. If if Barris is not in the Ahsoka show, I'm gonna uh, that it it's unthinkable. It's unthinkable. Right. They need to remediate the character from their teen child cartoon show who was a terrorist. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not surprised. But I'm surprised. In a capitalist branding way that we didn't get Ahsoka here. Um, because that mm-hmm. I believe that's the next show. Um, yeah. It wouldn't make any though. sense. But that's true. And it would have to be like Rosario Dawson and younger makeup on top of the makeup. But I think it would yeah. be fine. I don't know. But uh, oh, then before. So after this scene on Tatooine, it cuts back to Vader on Mustafar. And hey, Ian McDermott, what's up? What a cool, what a cool job that dude has. Like, yeah, I'm going to talk yes, like this every I couple of years. Up. I spent six hours in the makeup <laughs> chair this morning. <laughs> Did his eyes look off though, or different? I don't know. I think he always has weird uh, eyes now. Yeah. Okay. But maybe, was, maybe yeah, he th- can't wear the same contacts anymore. Because maybe you know, yeah. Because I think the closer to the Clone Wars, he's more fucked up. And then the older he gets, he looks more like a dude. Which, if you if you go based off yeah. the frickin' um, expanded canon, it's because he's a clone. And he's oh. deteriorating. Ah. But he yeah. melted himself with lightning, Tim. Because that's what lightning does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but- when <laughs> frickin' Mace Windu holds up his thing. That's what's up. <laughs> um, I, we talked about this a little bit, but I appreciate that um that palpatine is really the only person who can like palpatine and obi-wan are really the only people who can effectively manipulate anakin um and they do it by playing on his weaknesses which is like palpatine it's not like he appeals to his logic and is like listen obi-wan is really not that important you need to calm down and focus on your duties he kind of like embarrasses him by suggesting that having this baggage from his life as anakin is like a weakness so that so that anakin slash vader has to be like -uh. (laughs) nah, like i don't care about him i just you know i thought that's what you wanted i I actually wanted to chase the ship the ship but i was like palpatine would want me to go on this extremely personal journey (laughs) of catharsis so yes i gotta love growth yeah no that's such a good point i'm curious too like how mechanically it just like how they formulate these things behind the scenes was like okay we need to show a scene with darth vader and palpatine showing that he fully just cuts off that side of of him he's no longer going to go kill tuscan raiders he's no longer going to go try to find obi-wan kenobi it did not feel like it was a a a ham-fisted justification for why they didn't find him over the next 10 or 8 years i have no idea how old luke skywalker is um it felt normal it felt good uh and seeing that this fight 
had no positive benefits on Darth Vader was interesting, and yeah. it only had a negative. But perhaps it's a negative that forces him to not think about it, so that when Darth Vader and Obi Wan fight later, that's when the, the seed gets replanted. Who's to say when he's a more mature Darth Vader? But yeah. I like the scene; I thought it was cool. Yeah, and it's like, oops, sorry, sending out all the probes. I'm sending the probes all like everywhere. Yeah. Palpatine's like. Are you sure? Like, yeah, but not tattooing. Because that no. sounds like something <laughs> that babies would do. So I thought you were a big boy. I didn't yeah, know that you were a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just politely getting nagged by Emperor Palpatine. Uh, well, and like, it just is so consistent with like how they interacted with the prequels, mm-hmm. their Clone Wars. So yeah, it's just, just, yeah. He, he only has like, oh, he's- what? He plays on like a fiddle. Five just, lines. Yeah. And it's like, oh, right. okay, yeah, you got this yeah, guy. Yeah, you're my attack dog, and for some reason I'm able to control you. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Imperial March. You love yep, it. Yep, yep. You love to hear it. Feast for the senses. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, then we go to Alderaan as Leia is uh, going for uh, co- uh, Court Leia 2.0. She's like, I got a gun holder. I got these gloves <laughs> and boots. Were, were those you know. the gloves that Obi-Wan bought for her? Oh, God. Ooh. I, I think, so. think they Maybe. were. Let's say yes for 110%. Yeah. And if they yeah. don't look to be the same, it's because that planet is is written, is lit yeah. with um, uh, Blade Runner aesthetic. And don't tweet it us if we're wrong. Like a nice yeah, no, I, I, right. I, 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 yeah in, in my heart, I'm right. So... Yeah. Right. Like, even if it's not the same one, it is. It just Thank made you. him, her realize how cool gloves are. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so she does her hair <laughs> in, in, like, a very, her, like, Leia battle, like, mm-hmm. hair. And yeah. she has a little, her little boots. <laughs> and she has I, her listen, little holster. I think the moment I, I identify with this entire series is her mom walking in and assessing her and is like, yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> wear that kid. I've been there so many times. You know. You know what? Yes. Yeah. Sure. You can wear your Batman Halloween costume My, to our, our like, four-year-old class. is going through a phase. It's I say a phase. It's been like two months going of like she intentionally wants to be as mixed match as possible. You, can, you know what? That's fine. Like she intentionally she refuses to wear. T- she intentionally wants two different socks, like different Hell yeah. color cool socks. Um, and like her pajamas, she intentionally like mixes the tops and bottoms. And like you know, what? do you kid? That's fine. And it's just, I've done that just so many times. I feel like I've walked into a room, so I'm like, that's what you want to, that's what you want to school? Okay. Sure. Let's go. That's yeah. great. Yeah, the, the, like, calculus of, like, okay, it could be a lot worse. It's only a weird holster, and she's wearing boots. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's, hey, it's her this time. Yeah. Not. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not like a handmaiden. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God. Yeah, I thought the uh, holster was a bit much, but also whatever. Who cares? She looks yeah. cool. But yeah. she thinks they're meeting another like diplomat or someone, yeah. and it's Obi Wan. <laughs> but I also like that she kind of uh, detour, like veers off oh from God. him for Lola. Not kind of. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, it's like uh, Obi Wan. Oh wait, Lola. <laughs> yeah, the way that she runs past him is so fucking funny to me. It's <laughs> yeah. it, it really is like. Both a hundred percent Leia and a hundred percent little kid, and reads yeah. so true on both mm-hmm. fronts. Um, oh, 
I know. So funny. We we sing and her it gives like the so the often, adults, but yeah. yeah, yeah. And it gives the adults time to have adult time while she's like, "Hello, robot. What color are your eyes?" Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and they hug. Yeah, he talks to the Organas, and they you know hold each other's shoulder and say thank you and. Obi-Wan's like, yeah, don't worry. I've just, you know, in 10 years, your entire planet's going to get blown up and it's my <laughs> fault. I could have maybe stopped it, but, you know. Yeah. It is weird, too, talking about that because some at some point, Grand Moff Tarkin is also able to make um, freaking Darth Vader be his toady. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, it's, I think that's in, an interesting part of the first two films of I forget if he's in yeah. them. Right. Uh, but I definitely think that um, the setup of like, hey, if you need me, give me a call, brother. Yeah. Not a big deal. And we have a, a touching scene where Obi-Wan he talks to Leia and they have their goodbye and he gives her like, I did, you know, I did know your parents. Here's some traits you have that came from them. It was very, yes. Yeah, yeah um, no, that was awesome. God. Another perfect line mm-hmm. and line delivery in the show. Yeah. yeah, and it's just that Padme was wise, discerning, and kind-hearted, and Anakin was passionate, fearless, forthright. It's like, yes, technically, technically, yeah. all true, and it's also how he saw them, which makes it <laughs> right. really sad. Right, he didn't say anything negative, even though, like, your father could be a bit much yeah. when he, you know, he's like, he's evil. Yeah, but... <laughs> uh, I wish that they really made a funny joke of or like Organa being like an orbital planet shield. Pfft, I'm not wasting my money on that. <laughs> we would all laugh at that. I think. I think all everyone would laugh laugh at that, and it would be yeah. good. He goes back to to Tatooine. We're back to Tatooine. Woo! I missed it. Mm-hmm. Packs up his cave. That's cute. I love that he does the sitcom like one last look back. Yep. And it's just like a box. <laughs> yeah, before he turns yeah, the yeah, lights yeah. The off. The movers are coming to get that later. <laughs> yeah. And also, he's just moving to a different cave. But it's right. farther yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> he's going into, he's, it's very much, he's putting, he's going to like his monk mode. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to go into yeah, totally. exile right. and meditate. Uh, this was moving to the end of like a, a subway line. And then mm-hmm. now he's moving like out to the suburbs, <laughs> so it's like yeah. he'll never see any of his friends again. <laughs> he's going <laughs> so out to the entropy far. fields where you age three times faster than normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he'll yeah. If he doesn't he use does. enough lotion, he's going to for sure. I mean, yeah, desert living, tough. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, but uh, stops by the farm. Yeah, we have one more cute, fun interaction. I really like the pacing of this, where. Uh, you know, they kind of go back and forth, him mm-hmm. and Obi-Wan and Owen. And then Obi leaves and Owen waits just like just a couple more beats than you'd expect. He's about to leave. Right. Yeah, He's leaving the, yeah. and Owen makes a couple. He waits yeah. a couple more beats. He's like, hey, you want to meet him? Uh, and I thought that was great. I really liked I, his I thought, delivery. of Just that. Hello Every there. line he says is a little weird, yeah. too. Hello there. <laughs> but it also, it's very much the... So it is, this is the last line that Obi-Wan says before A New Hope. Like, this is his, this is Ewan McGregor, like, this is him transitioning into, you know, that delivery. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> That was cute. I'm glad he got to meet him. I love. And totally tell that he Did wanted to. Did he introduce to. himself as Old Ben? Do you think? 
I'm old Ben. Or did Luke give that moniker? Like, well, I was shit. like, probably is like, I'm Ben. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Owen called him Ben. Mm-hmm. So I guess he goes by Ben. I don't remember if the prequels is like, okay, we're going to Tatooine. I'm going to be Ben. Wink. Kenobi. Um, <laughs> I don't know where Ben comes from. And I'm sure it's been explained four times, but I don't remember. Oh. So then he gets on Space Camel. And... Rides off in the sunset. <laughs> Kind of. And then the thing that we predicted. Qui-Gon. 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 He's there. He's like, this you is, dumb fucker. It was, a, it was an interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah, it just, yeah, it was really weird. Yeah. I don't. I didn't like it, but I, whatever. I didn't like it a ton either, but then I thought, okay. Um, So right after this show, I was like, I got to watch the start of A New Hope. Like, like, chased it immediately after, mm-hmm. because everything that happened in terms of setting Leia's characterization, in terms of setting, like, Luke, baby Luke's characterization, in terms of setting up the relationship between Leia and how Obi, like, Leia sending the message to Obi, like, all of that stuff. I was like, how, how does this happen? Mm-hmm. And he is, mm-hmm. Obi-Wan is so baddie in A New Hope, which is wonderful. Like, of course, because why would you ever do it? Like... This is Star Wars. Like, you know, it's wonderful. But the idea that Ewan McGregor went into a cave in the desert for, like, what, ten years? Just talking to his ghost friend (laughs) (laughs) completely explains his behavior in a way that him going to the cave alone kind of doesn't. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you gotta go... If you go hermit mode, you're going to get a little little kooky bananas and... uh, I'm glad that it, 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 it rang true with watching A New Hope. <laughs> I think that, I don't know, I don't mean, I don't know. I think Qui-Gon shouldn't have been as so, like, funny, I think. Yeah. But it just felt weird. Yeah. I, I, I'm glad he was there. I didn't hate it. It was just like, okay, I guess yeah. that was the thing. I All kind right. of wish he wasn't there either, but I, it also does weirdly make sense for the way that they always related to each other, which was just, like, kind of strange. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it would have been better if he didn't have any lines? Like it ends Maybe. with him, like seeing him, like kind of a middle. Seeing distance. him ahead at the at, in the canyon or walking yeah. beside him, and then they showed the that would have been good. Uh, he just suddenly walking. There's no footprints. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, <laughs> it's just Qui Gon carrying the camel, <laughs> right? Because like Qui Gon had very much like the the sage mode too, and right. one would assume that once you died. You got less zany, but that's apparently not true at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good for him. But well, yeah. that's the show. Any that's other thoughts? Um, Final thoughts? God, it was just so good. Yeah, I was. It, I'm. I'm really happy. I'm just really happy because it was such an enjoyable show. Good, excellent. This is a yep. good story. That's what this is all. All this stuff is right. It's supposed to be stories that like make us feel things. Yeah, good. it was nice to feel totally. good. They're supposed to be a Hobbit. They're supposed to be a Lord of the Ring. Uh, there should be a morality there, and we like to see it. I'm uh, curious what they're going to do with Ahsoka, given how few... Uh, I know the Clone Wars is very popular, but I'm kind of curious how popular it is. I mean, she would be the lowest tier right. character that existed before um, getting her own show. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious how all that is going to work out. But, you know, we're going to have more lightsabers and shit like that. It's going to be cool. Well, I mean, Mando wasn't um, in any existing media. 
Yeah, I was saying the uh, of the previous characters. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that from. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do that. I think she's big enough that it's probably fine. And like mm-hmm. in terms of, so obviously, more people saw Rogue One, but I'm wondering how many people. Oh yeah, saw, that's next, right? Like rogue one versus how many people have like ever seen clone wars yeah um yeah cassian's next i was wrong yeah i apologize uh the trailer for that is really good so i am excited for that um i'm but just like all of these things i'm hesitantly cautiously excited because like the trailer did a really good job of focusing on not him so that's mm-hmm. what I was nervous about. It was like, all right, let's see this guy that, who also dies yeah. on his little little quest. But uh, still, I, I, I'm torn because I don't want prequels, but I'm, I bet they're not allowed to do anything post Rise of Skywalker. Right. Uh, that feels like forbidden territory right. um, until the movies come out, um, which is going to happen, well, I'm sure. You know, but, this is the whole other thing, but they... You can do Star Wars stories that don't tie into the huge giant plot, right? You yep. just have. I just want to see more Star Wars stuff. Or just do a little bit. Like I yeah. want a little yeah, bit like, of a like like Mando. Yeah, right. That's yeah, why like Mando, Mando is so good. Yes, exactly. Like occasionally, yeah. like the 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 toe is touched, and you're like, yep. "Ooh, is that Luke Skywalker? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck?" I am. Yeah. You know, I think that I just am having a really hard time with shows, however good. They are where I already know, like, how almost all of the characters die. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that there was the, that, like, closing shot on Alderaan, it was like, this is such a wonderful moment. It's going to get extremely blown up and Leia's going to feel yeah. real bad about it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And, like, They're absolutely making this place look gorgeous and perfect. A way that no Star Wars location has ever looked right. yes. to make it feel that because, much worse to get blown up. Because we, you know, know about all of this. But um yeah. Yeah. so yeah, I'm I have some hesitation going into a show where the title character, like, we know that he is kind of a sneaky murderer for the right reasons, motivated mm-hmm. entirely by like really awful trauma like child soldier child spy type character this is all of the like darkest shit that he does and then like he briefly like forms a meaningful relationship with someone and then they get um murderated yeah (laughs) at the end of their movie yeah because he's like two steps removed of like okay you're in a weird prequel movie and you're getting a prequel to that weird prequel movie so it's just going to – I'm curious if it's far enough away that it could be its own thing yeah. or it's going to be so diluted and copy of a copy that we're like, what is happening? I, yeah, I, I wish that it was more like generic like West Wing Rebellion type show because that seems like it's the vibe for what they're going with and some kind of spy versus spy stuff. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I get it. I get why they're doing it. It just feels, like you said, weird to choose this character to do it, but they don't have another – character to do it per se Crix Maydine the show Mothma. we love Crix Maydine yeah Mothma, Mothma. <laughs> the Bothans who many will die by the way uh, yeah I, I we all wish it was Crix Maydine we all wish it was Wedge and Tilly's but what can you do what can you do it's not what can you do 
Uh, I love. He's I got love a Porkins show. Yeah. <laughs> what was, was, was Porkins up to? Uh, so see you guys when uh, Cassian comes out. Yeah. That's what it's called. Let's keep on calling Cassius. Cassian. Cassian. Is it called Andor? Is it called? It's called. I Andor. think it's just Andor. I'm so off. And or oh what? God. And or. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. Well, we've been bounty buddies. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we love you. Looking forward to seeing you again. Always a joy to pop up and share these times with you. Any final plugs, Pat? Uh, if you like movies, other movies, check out uh, the podcast I co-host called Let's Rewatch. We rewatch movies we loved in our youth and find out if they're still any good. And or like, go buy my books. Go buy Space Tripping. Okay. One and two, please. That'd be cool. Okay. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Tim Lanning. I also do a variety of other shows from a Dungeons and Dragons podcast called Greetings Adventurers to a show where we watch television stop me if you've heard this before and then talk about it but this time about naruto or read the hit books the left behind series uh you can find all those things over uh on my twitter i have a link there with everything and i think you'll like it jane how about you um i have a clone wars watch list that uh you've heard me talk about this before by this point but if you started getting a hankering for some obi-wan anakin banter uh, after this episode head over to clonewars.watch give it a go it's pretty good hell yeah oh yeah well until the Andor show. It is over. <laughs> we are gone. Bounty Buddies is gone. No, I was like, we were always the best Star Wars podcast. You just didn't see it. You didn't kill Anakin. Bounty, Bounty Buddies. Buddies did. Did. It's, it's tough because that's the best line from the show, but it does not yeah. really work out of context. Shit. This is the way. Bye. Bye. <laughs>